0: Our first reading is from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 to 7. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, You have scattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, everlasting father prince of peace of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end he will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this our second reading is from Luke 2 verses 1 to 14. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those whom his favour rests.
1: Good morning and Merry Christmas. Kids, I've been thinking about you as I've been preparing, so do you want to come down the front, if you're up the back, and sit on the seats down here, because I feel a bit lonely. Christmas is really exciting, isn't it? And You can hear it's already starting to get that way. Well, one of the things I love about Christmas is being with special people, spending time with people. Who are you looking forward to spending time with this Christmas? Family. Family. People on the phone. People on the phone. Yeah, you can be with people on the phone. Anyone else in particular? Yeah, David. Family, friends. Family and friends. Yeah, well, I've been looking forward to being with you today to start my day it's a wonderful way to start the Christmas day with our church family but later on we're having family and friends at our place and we have an auntie who gives really good hugs does anyone have an auntie like that and we also have a very funny uncle who sings some silly songs and does silly voices and that's always good that's Peter he's no different one And uh, we have cousins who are great to hang out with and we've also got some friends coming over and I'm really looking forward to it. Now in that first reading that Jenny read to us, if you can read, you should open your booklet back up to page 2 to Isaiah chapter 9 because what we find in that passage is that the people of Israel were really looking forward to seeing someone as well. In verse 6 we see Isaiah says to them, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given. They were looking forward to meeting a baby boy, but they didn't know his name. Now I think you can guess who it is, but I don't want you to tell me yet because we're going to look at the clues, all right? So the first clue we find, he says, after that he says, this baby will have the government on his shoulders. That's a bit of a... Funny picture, isn't it? But what it means is just that this baby is going to grow up to be a leader who will carry the heavy burdens and troubles of the world. And he won't just do it for a short time. It says, of his greatness of government and peace, there will be no end. This baby will become a ruler forever. Does anyone think they can guess who it is yet? Don't tell me yet. The next clue is, Isaiah says he's going to be the prince of peace. So he's going to be a very powerful forever ruler, but also a good ruler who brings an end to fighting and to war, someone who helps people be friends with one another and really importantly helps them to be friends with God. Does anyone else think they know? No, don't tell me yet. Isaiah said right at the beginning of that chapter that when this person comes, it's going to be like the sun rising after a very long, dark night. And that when he comes, people will be able to see who God is and what he's like and how they should live as his people. I think you can probably guess, but don't tell me yet, one more. Isaiah said he's going to be a wonderful counsellor. Someone kind and gentle and very wise who can guide us through life. All right. Anyone else think they know? Let me try someone over here who hasn't said anything yet. Jesus? Is he right? Yes, it is. It is Jesus. Well done. Give yourselves a clap if you knew that. You know what, though? This passage about Jesus, we read the birth, his birth in Luke's Gospel, but this passage where Isaiah is speaking was written hundreds of years before Jesus was born. But it's really obvious, isn't it, who he's talking about. Isaiah was a prophet. He was proclaiming a promise of God to Israel and to anyone who would listen, and we're listening now. Many generations came and went before Jesus arrived And Israel went through some really hard times, but they kept waiting and hoping and watching for God's promises to come true. Now, there's one more description that Isaiah has of Jesus. We know it's Jesus now that I want us to notice. He says he'll be, can you remember them, Prince of Peace, like a light in the world, the wonderful counsellor, but also mighty God and everlasting Father. Now, that is kind of strange, don't you think, because we are talking about a human baby, aren't we? A tiny baby like I once was and you once were, but not just a regular baby, not even a regular royal baby, but a regular baby and also the mighty and eternal God. This year at our Thursday playgroup, we've had lots of small people and we've enjoyed a book by Mem Fox, if you know this Australian author, and it's a book about babies and it says there's tons and tons of babies in the world, in all different countries, and they're all different, but every little baby, as everyone knows, does anyone know this, has ten little fingers and ten little toes. And it kind of blows my mind to think that the creator of the universe became another baby with 10 little fingers and 10 little toes. It's strange and wonderful, but I think also a little bit risky for God to become so small. Why did he do it? Why would God want to become like one of us? Why would he want to be in this world, which is sometimes so beautiful, but also sometimes very difficult and hard? You think you know, don't tell me. I wonder though if any of you kids know there's a famous verse in the Bible, John 3.16. Does anyone have that from memory? You might know it when I start. It starts like this. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, oh yeah, so that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Why did he do it? He did it for love. For love. Now, do you remember the first question I asked you? It was, who are you looking forward to being with this Christmas? If we asked God that question, his answer would be, I'm looking forward to being with you. You knew it. Well done. God wants to be with us, with the people that he made and loves so much that he became a tiny baby with 10 little fingers and 10 little toes. He came to live and to grow like you guys are growing. And he grew up into an adult and he died. And he rose again to make a way for us to be with God forever. And that is why we celebrate Christmas, isn't it? God loves us so much and he wants to be with us forever. So we're gathered here today And we are enjoying his presence now by his spirit together. He is close to us, like Mary and Joseph holding the tiny baby. God is close. Now, you kids, I hope that after church you're going to have a great day. You might even, I don't know, get a present. Does that happen? Yes. You might eat something delicious. Yes, you might have a lot of fun. And when you're doing that, I want you to see if you can remember that you're celebrating Jesus' birthday and that he loves you and that he's with you. Have some fun with Jesus today. When I was a kid though, it felt like to me every Christmas was great and then something went wrong. Maybe I'd have a fight with my brother or sister. That still happens even, and I'm grown up. Or I would, um, something would break or get spoiled. Or I might just get really, really overtired and very grumpy and have a cry. Now look, if that happens today too, I want you to remember that Jesus is still with you and God still loves you very much and he came so that you could have peace and you can ask him to help you and to be with you and I think you'll find that very comforting. Now for those of us who aren't kids anymore and know that Christmas and every other day has its ups and downs, we're wise to this, right? I encourage you to hold tight to the knowledge that God is with you, that Jesus came to share everything with us, the joy and the celebration, but the tough stuff too. He sits with us in the hard times and he redeems it. And I think maybe the best way we can respond to this great news is to be like those shepherds in the second story. What did they do when the angels told them Jesus had been born? Yeah? Came to the this- stable yes they went straight away to the stable and we can be like that they were so excited that jesus has been born they just left everything behind they were unprepared they had nothing to bring not even a box of favorites or whatever it is that you take on christmas day they just turned up and they were with jesus and they loved it let's aim to be like that to put things aside and make room for him in our celebrations today in our times of rest and work and play in the weeks ahead. Let's remember that God loves us and wants us to enjoy his, not his presence, but his presence. Now, finally, yesterday I was reading through my Christmas emails. You might get Christmas emails. And there was one from a friend of mine who works with a mission organisation in Hong Kong. Now, that is a part of the world that is experiencing a lot of pain and fighting And she chose this passage from Isaiah to reflect on, and I thought I'd encourage us with her words to finish. This is what she writes. Never before has this scripture become so real to me as the city has gone into unrest and violence. We walk knowing that the mighty God, the wonderful counsellor, the Prince of Peace, is with us. Our team has experienced God's peace and grace even in the midst of great chaos. In fact, this chaos compels us to go out and share Jesus with others. We can take confidence in knowing that whatever comes in 2020, we can face it because God is with us. Let me pray. We thank you, mighty God, for loving us and wanting to be with us in all of life. We celebrate your birth, Lord Jesus, and we thank you for all that you have done to make us your friends. Please turn our hearts and minds to you this day so we can honour you. Amen.